For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That means, does that mean, how are you? Yes, it does. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really good. Uh, ça va? Um, pretty sure it's E2, but, um, I'm also very good. <laughs> no, I switched to French. Oh, you did? I, I don't speak French. Gotcha. <laughs> well, that's the thing. In Canada, we don't learn Spanish, uh, you know, in school, but mm-hmm. we learn French. So I know how to say the basic French things and you know how to say the basic yep. Spanish things and that's just how we roll. I'd be like that. You good though? What's new this week? Uh, uh you know, quite a, quite a bit actually. Um, tons of snow yep. and storms and, you know, really feeling like January. Mm-hmm. Um, so buckling down, trying to get a bunch of um, personal things, uh, you know, taken care of. Put in the uh, the done the done pile exactly, and uh, so far so good. So I'm personally feeling great. Uh, how about yourself, Mike? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, did some winterizing for the house myself too. Um, just celebrated three months with my girlfriend, so that's pretty fun. 
Um, oh, Mike's got a girlfriend. I didn't even know about this. So I guess you were waiting whoa. waiting for the 90-day um, uh, initial period before you start to come out with this uh, publicly? I mean, yeah, we've been kind of chill about it, but cool. it's been a good time. That's awesome, man. Well, well, congratulations on that. Um, Thanks. That's that's awesome. I won't ask any any deep personal questions, even if I maybe want to. Oh, we'll get to them later. <laughs> we got some fun Absolutely. news and some not fun news this week, though. Okay, can, I want the not fun first. All right. Uh, so this is pretty breaking, actually. As of us recording this, it's about four thirty on Wednesday, uh, and about thirty Thursday. minutes or Thursday, yeah. Uh, about 30 minutes ago, we got the Mighty Mighty Sad uh, by finding out that the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones are calling it. Uh, no longer going to continue as a band. Really? That's interesting. You know, their yeah. last record was pretty damn good. Um, yeah, I thought so as well. You know, I mean, it's a great way to go out. Obviously, they've been a band of very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, that is sad. I mean, I, mean, um, I don't want to say Ska's officially dead now. But maybe it is. That's uh, that's that's heartbreaking. Yeah, and I mean, the way they worded it, they were kind of thankful, right? Very um, just appreciative of the fans for all this time. And I don't think it's like a full-on breakup. Breakup. They said we don't want to continue as a band anymore. I think I okay. take that more as like an active band. Like if in a couple of years uh, we see Mighty Mighty Boss Tones on like a Riot Fest or something like that, or a Punk and Drublick, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I. To be honest, I haven't followed, you know, their their touring, um, you know, recent mm-hmm. history to know kind of what they have been up to. But I feel like I haven't heard. They've been playing like 1,000, 1,500, maybe even 2,000 cap rooms still. Oh, yeah. No, no. I know they're still popular, but I, I mean, I don't know how much they really tour. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously this isn't the 90s, the impression that I get era yeah. where, you know, it was it was like they're probably going full on, you know, like probably six months to eight months of the year but regardless um yeah that that is too bad and um i wish those guys the best with whatever they you know the future holds in their ska retirement yeah should be a good time i don't know probably at least we'll see um the good news obviously and this is something you are directly involved in uh psych so so psyched we are finally we've we've had heavy metal boat we've had <laughs> serious xm octane rock and roll boat we are now getting emo boat emo boat yes that's a big announcement just of as of um yesterday mm-hmm. and i'm very very stoked to be a part of it silverstein will be joining um dashboard confessional under oath newfound glory uh thursday plain white tees hawthorne heights emery uh, the alternative Ryan with Cassidy Pope. Uh, yeah, Cassidy Pope's on it. Ryan Key from Yellow Card. Um, it's a great lineup. Mm-hmm. Some great people, and it's all uh, brought to you by Matt Kutchel. You know of Emo's Not Dead and oh, the of course. the absolutely crazy videos he makes. He's doing it. He put this mm-hmm. together, so he's going to be there. It's going to be it's going to be a good time. So uh, yeah, tickets are on sale now. Uh, well, tickets, cabins are yeah. on sale now. I should say it's uh, it's like a five day mm-hmm. cruise or something like that. Going four out nights, of maybe. Cali down to Mexico and back, I believe. That's right. Yeah. Uh, you gonna try to make an appearance, Mike? Uh, I haven't decided yet. We'll see. Right. Um, 
don't know. I'm kind of weighing it out because I've got a lot of my vacation time planned for the year. And sure. it's just hard to take time for stuff like that, even though like we've got tons of notice, right? But I got tons of plans. Man, there's there's just so much happening. Obviously, we talked in depth about mm-hmm. uh, when we were young festival, and now yep. there's been a third day added, and uh, you know other announcements include Furnace Fest. Yep, great. They're Initial putting together lineup. like really really solid lineup, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, there's I just feel like there's been so many announcements of so many things. Uh, happening this year and it's exciting you know we're we're getting mm-hmm. back to maybe a little bit of of normalcy hopefully you know in the latter latter part of 2022 yeah i mean it's right around winter everybody's going to less concerts it's festival season announcement time get people excited for the summer i wouldn't expect right. or i wouldn't be surprised if we see stuff like riot fest we start seeing all the danny widmer festivals pop up oh, uh, yeah. if we see the not fest oz fest whatever announcements starting to pop up uh it's that time of year so yep i'm i'm here for it man i'm here for it that's good no that's uh yeah it's exciting we're stoked for the emo's not dead cruise um and this i'll give i'll give them a plug i'm part of it and it's it's also going to be a good time mm-hmm. i think it's emo's not dead cruise.com check yeah, it out something like that yeah uh, right i'm on. literally sure if you google emo cruise it's gonna come up i think so i think so um but thinking of or other things coming up, right? We've got some great up-and-coming talent that we talked about last week. A lot of music from some smaller bands, uh, Billy Talent, obviously, aside. But what did you think of some of the new releases that we got into yesterday? Or yesterday, last week? Well, um, I, I got to say, man, there was a surprise release. There was. Pedro the Lion dropping a record suddenly out of mm-hmm. nowhere this is one of my favorite bands of all time. Yeah. So I was stoked uh, to get this record out of nowhere. And I got to say, um, I think that this is a great album. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, I don't know if you checked it out, Mike. I did. Um, it's, oh, I think it's better than the last one. The last record was called Phoenix. It was the kind of grand return of Pedro the Lion, mm-hmm. who um, is the, you know, the brainchild of David Bazan. Um, you know, started off kind of as a, a solo project. Yep. So the return with the record Phoenix, I think it was not my favorite Pedro record. I think this one is an improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely shows off the storytelling abilities that uh, Dave Bazan has. Uh, and of course, just, just great songwriting, great musicianship. So I, I spent a lot of time with this album. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I listened to it once. Um, mm-hmm. for, for what it was, it was pretty good. It's not my typical listening, right? Uh, right. kind of more on that lo-fi indie side, I guess, is what yep. you would almost call it. Uh, I really liked a lot of the lyricism and stuff like that. I think the the guitar work that he had going on was really chill and nice. Uh, am I going to go back to it? No, not probably not, but did I really <laughs> okay. enjoy my experience with it? Yeah. Right. Good. It was a good well, one. Listen. Yeah, I I, uh, I I love the record. I encourage people to, to check it out. Uh, the other record I want to mention is the new one from Comeback Kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mentioned last week that I think this band is cementing themselves with every album as the greatest hardcore band of all time. I think they did. This record, man, it's production-wise, mm-hmm. it's a little different. Um, this is This production is almost... 
uh, more like something like Knocked Loose would put a out. Little bit. Uh, it's got it's much more of metal production as opposed to punk production, and mm-hmm. um, you know I think that this is kind of a different approach for them. But I welcomed it because it's a pretty chaotic, pretty heavy album. Yeah, it it really almost reminded me because obviously you listen to this, it's not as far as Knocked Loose, right? It reminded no. me of something that I've been wanting for the last couple of years now is a new Stick to Your Guns album. It's right. like right on there where when you're listening to it, you're like, man, there's kind of some elements of metalcore in here. And man, there's some hardcore in here too. It's a really nice blend all the way through that was just, I mean, you kind of saw it coming on the singles, but when they yeah. actually go through and do it on the whole album, it was just really, really fun. Yeah, and and again, you know, I think we touched on this last week too about you know Comeback Kid and mm-hmm. and uh, Andrew Newfeld being one of the best lyricists, yeah, in hardcore. And I really thought the themes and the lyrics and some of the um, imagery he's evoking here is is mm-hmm. was super great too. So yeah, absolutely loved loved uh, the new Comeback Kid record as well. Now I got to ask you, Mike. Yeah, Billy Talent, what's the verdict? Uh, I think it was pretty good. Is, I mean, Billy Talent wasn't invent, reinventing the Billy Talent wheel on this record. No. But for what it is, it's really fun. I think End of Me is probably one of the catchiest songs the band's ever written. Um, yeah, I, I, I really agree. like this record. Yeah, I think it's the best record they've made uh, in a long time. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, I think maybe since this might be their best album since like Billy Talent Two. Yeah, um, it is. It definitely has some really great songs, some bangers, some singles, and I like the where they chose to do some experimentation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everything worked out, and and you know, yeah, you still have the classic Billy Talent vocals. Um, you know, Ben is Ben is Ben. Yep. Uh, and guitar wise, Ian is just one of the most creative guitar players uh, ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they fell right right into place with um, with their discography, but I think that this record is better than uh, than the last couple. So another yeah, great I, pick. I Mike. really liked it. Uh, some other stuff I wanted to talk about was this uh, Modern Era record, uh, Victim of Modern Age. I don't know if you got a chance to get to this. I actually one. did. I actually did not. Yeah, uh, I, it's on my list still. I was kind of surprised by this because the singles that we got were very. Um, very thematic and very well done. And I was kind of wondering if the band was going to carry through on kind of that uh, new wave, this metal core kind of thing that they had going on in the whole record. Uh, surprisingly for a first release, they did in a really cool, cohesive way. I kind of fell in love with this record. It's just really vibey and fun and I can't recommend it enough. It's really good. Um, awesome. Another release I wanted to talk about, uh, this has turned into a guilty pleasure and I think it might be what I've listened to almost the most, uh, this entire week is that new record circus of doom by battle beast. Um, <laughs> nice. It's, it's just great. It does everything you want power metal to do at a level that not a lot of other power metal bands do. Right. It's, I'm not going to say the greatest record that was released on the week, but when you go in wanting a power metal record, this delivers exactly what you want. Yep. 
And then the last one that we got to talk about, we because we haven't talked about our number one from last week yet. No, we have not. Uh, the Saltwater Well by Owl. What did you think of this record as a whole? Um, absolutely incredible record, incredible mm-hmm. band. I have already worn out this album and, and went back to their old stuff. You know, yeah. like I absolutely loved it. Um, the band gave us some love too. Oh, yeah, uh, on social media, yeah, yeah, they, cool. they uh, I got, I got a couple follows, and and uh, they were re- reposting uh, about about our about our um, last week, so that's nice awesome. as well. But it's well deserved. I mean, I think that this band is just incredibly talented. They're just one of those bands mm-hmm. where everything is perfect. Yeah, everything sounds perfect. Everything is so well balanced and produced, and and. Mm-hmm emotional but but meaningful and i just i can't say anything but but overwhelmingly great things about this record and if you somehow missed it owl o w e l you need to get on that and i mean i i agree it's great i've listened to this probably three or four times and every single time that i do i keep finding something new about it right and i think that's something that's very telling of a great album i think Overall, there's just a depth to this record and everything is just executed so brilliantly that the only way you can really knock the release is if it's just not your personal taste. And even then, I don't know what's going on with you because this record's just that good. Anything else you want to talk? Oh, we got to talk about Varsity too. Oh, oh, such a fun record all the way through. I really liked every song there. Eh, not every song. I'm going to say there were one or two that were a little too radio rocky for me. But for the most part, all the songwriting was still great. Everything was just fun. And just, I love this band's style, right? The, yeah. How much they embrace the R&B elements and bring them into metalcore and post-hardcore is just great. It's a nice balance where it's not too much on either side. That's really, really refreshing compared to some bands that don't know how to blend it quite well, where you have like the really heavy metalcore segment and then the like R and B rap segment. Like you kind of have to have them let them let them talk a little bit, right? Right. So I really like that record too. I noticed. I know. I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. actually find it. I I feel like if I'm gonna listen, Arsies, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I exactly. mean. At least at least it's extremely. Tough. Uh, I didn't mind them kind of picking up the record with that a little mm-hmm. bit here and there. Um, yeah, so I almost I almost looked at that as as almost like a strong uh, a strong part of the album. So it's interesting we took kind of different things away from it. Yeah, and I'm not saying they're bad songs by any means, right? Like they are great for what they are. It's just when I want to li- or when I'm listening to Varsity, I really want that blend that we do get from them. That I think just takes them to another level. Yeah, hundred percent. You ready to talk about some new stuff? I am just so excited about the music that came out this week. I urge everybody to listen to it because there was so much good stuff. 2022 is looking like a big year, but mm-hmm. we've got new music this week too, so Every I'm ready to week. get into it. Uh, what do we got? How many? Top what? Top five. Nice and cool. easy for us this week. Love back, it. Back to Love our it. format. <laughs> right? The, we, we, don't, we don't stick with that format all that often, so... no. Uh, I'm here for it. Well, let's uh, let's kick it off, Mike, with uh, number five. All right. Uh, so number five, you might be able to catch a couple words here because uh, they do sing in Fran- French, but uh, they are a black metal band. So 
At what point does it really matter that much? Anyways, uh, this is a cool black metal, progressive metal, whatever you kind of want to call this project called Celeste. Uh, that's at, or C-E-L-E-S-T-E, just like the name, I think. Uh, yeah. with, with their new record, Assassins. Uh, I'm really stoked on this. There's three singles. Uh, all the song titles are in French. Um, but this band just has something that kind of transcends language. All the riffs and tones are just phenomenal and exactly what you want from kind of a metal, like modern metal record coming out. I think that this is really fun, even if you can't understand what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Mm-hmm. And I really think the image. Yeah. Love- mm-hmm. The parents is 2005. Yeah. Crazy. The band has been out for a while. I'm just finding out about, the- I imagine a lot of other people too, but listening to these three singles, what really grabbed me right away is just how this sounds kind of more like a hardcore, even and mm-hmm. metal yeah. then it sounds like a black metal traditional black metal band where everything is super mm-hmm. triggered and maybe sort of sounds shitty but on purpose yeah this actually sounds really good and really kind of big sounding mm-hmm. which i really like yeah it's very clean and what i noticed too like kind of along the sound is it's black metal yes but none of it really feels like it's intending to be evil, right? Like a lot of black metal goes over the top to try and make things as demonic and po- as possible and stuff. But this is just dark in a way that makes it feel evil too, right? Which is a very cool approach, like just not going over the top on all this stuff. Yeah, I, I completely agree with it. And yeah, like the song, um, De Torrent de Coup. Uh, yes. that was, that was probably my favorite one. So check out De Torrent de Coup. And, uh, if you're French and you're making fun of my accent, that is just fine. Happens. Uh, next up, number yeah, four. Yeah, number four. Completely different. Probably the furthest we could go away. Uh, we've got an indie rock band, Pine Grove, coming out of New Jersey with their new record, Eleven Eleven. Did you get a chance to check out these singles? I did. And, uh, you know, it's interesting that the first one I listened to, Orange, mm-hmm. it kind of sounds like old Pedro Lyon musically. The voice. Mm-hmm. I mean, David Bazan has a low voice, and and uh, the singer for Pine Grove has a, a very high voice. Mm-hmm. But it, this is very sad boy emo stuff right here. Yeah, it is. It's lyrically just very, very. I call it emo light, right? Because when you say emo, people are going to think of like, oh, Hawthorne Heights and stuff like that. There's no screaming in this. It's almost pop punk. Like, it really reminds me of bands like almost Sincere Engineer, but a little more indie, Soccer Mommy, uh, Oso Oso, stuff like that, right? Um, mm-hmm. But it's just very kind of relaxed, still sad. I would say less orchestral and kind of grandiose than that owl record, but very similar stylistically otherwise. Definitely. Um, yeah, it's hard to say, Oh, this sounds like this. Um, I would say it's maybe for fans of like, even like death cab for cutie. Yeah. Um, you know, it's definitely in that vibe where you've got kind of indie rock, 
um, influences, but like old school emo, <laughs> like you know stuff like the Promise Ring, uh, it could could be you know um, maybe like a uh, definitely Manor, associated with almost. it. Yeah, maybe I, I didn't ca- catch get as much punk uh, out of this mm-hmm. as I did more kind of stripped down, you know, singer songwriter uh, yeah, vibes. Definitely. But yeah, I mean, and I know we should bring up there was some allegations against the singer a few years back. They took a year hiatus. Oh, was um, it? Yeah, it was. It was uh, based. I read up about it um, before. You know, I wanted to see okay if if this is something we're going to cover. I should maybe just bring this up to people. Um, there was some. Uh, allegations of sexual coercion and uh he addressed it they took a year off um mm-hmm. i i don't i think you know people can decide for themselves how they feel about it and how they want to support um if they want to support this band or if they feel okay about it or not i think this is a bit of a complicated uh situation where i don't think it's as black and white as sometimes mm-hmm. um these situations are um, and I apologize if I'm, if I'm totally verbalizing this bad to anybody at all, uh, as well. I uh, didn't have much yeah. prepared, but I do want to bring that up as well. Yeah. I wasn't uh, aware however of it, the, so. However, the band is, uh, the band is very solid and, uh, they are continuing to make some music and, uh, it's out there. All right. Well, we learn something every day. Uh, yep, there it is. Next up. Coming out of not too far away from them, uh, Pennsylvania, we've got The Last 10 Seconds of Life with their self-titled record. Uh, they had three singles on this. Uh, super heavy deathcore kind of beatdown band. I've seen this band live a few times, and they're absolute blast. Um, a little one-dimensional, but I think these songs still really hit for what they are. you get a chance to check them out? Yeah. I did. I did. Um, yeah. Again, very heavy uh, a little bit scary, uh, you know, bit. even the, you know, the, the lyric, like the titles of the songs, you know, mm-hmm. Invictus, Unto Fire, uh, you the know. Birth of the Butcher. Um, right. Yes. That's, that's the other one too. The Butcher. So the Sabbath, you know, yeah. got this kind of image, dark imagery. Uh, but yeah, the, the band's kind of fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. I, I do enjoy, I do enjoy it. And again, another band I've never heard of before. So um, I don't know if, how, Popular band is, I have no, no idea, but I do enjoy it. Uh, 130,000 monthly listeners. So, okay, so bad. yeah, they're, yeah, no, not bad at all. Doing work. Uh, but yeah, these guys are really fun, really good dudes. Uh, I expect this record, if you're kind of into that, almost like Chamber, Reversion's Crown, maybe Humanity's Last Breath kind of stuff, where it's beat downy, there's a little bit of gin, it's definitely deathcore. Uh, this is going to be a fun release for you. Awesome. Now the meat of the week. Yeah, we're up to number two. Number two. This is the stuff I'm really excited for. Um, We've been talking about the singles kind of leading up to these releases for quite a while. So I'm very excited to talk about them. Uh, First up, though, coming out of Australia slash Russia with their new album, Yonder, we have Valiant Hearts. This is Galleon's Light, basically. It's the two core members of Galleon's, uh, the vocalist and I want to say the guitarist. Uh... I'm really excited for this record because yeah, I love yeah. Valiants and I love Valiant Hearts. So yeah, I mean, this doesn't seem like a side project, you no. know. Again, this seems this very well put project. together. Oh, this was the first project. Okay, yep. well, now I learned something today. Uh, yeah, this this just seems so solid. There's a lot of mm-hmm. as this is 
difficult to describe. Yeah. Almost like happy metal. Mm-hmm. It's really cool, though. It's very difficult to kind of compare it to anything. Mm-hmm. It's... The imagery of the artwork is very kind of space-based. Mm-hmm. And the band really kind of fits that sound. It's, I don't know how to really even describe it. It's like almost nostalgic where there's like hints and tastes of crab core in there as well. Yeah. With kind of like the ethereal electronic bits, but it's still like very modernized, very clean. It's just the right amount that like, you're not going to get sick of it. You know what it actually kind of reminded me of in spots? What? Um, it kind of reminded me of We Came as Romans if yep. you took out kind of the hardcore, the hardcore influence and mm-hmm. kind of kept the rest of it. Yep. I was getting that. I mean, vo- the vocals are like the singers, the singer's shit hot. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he is good. Oh, yeah. And there's a reason he can be in two bands. Yeah. He's similar to Kyle Pavone a little bit in, yep. in just the vocal chops being there. Um, and, and yeah, some of the electronic elements, some of the kind of crab core elements that mm-hmm. we came as Romans obviously were influenced by as well. They're in yep. there. So that, that was an interesting comparison I had. And I, I wondered if you'd agree with me. Yeah, I agree with you now that it's kind of like in front of me, right? You're seeing it, mm-hmm. looking at it. That almost makes me think like now that I'm thinking in like Australian bands too, like hands like houses a little bit similar there as well. Uh, kind of their older work. Um, yeah. Some other bands that I kind of notice when I'm listening to these singles is a little bit like Shrezzers as well, with kind of the guitar licking a little bit, the vocals, uh, some of the lyricism. I think this band's super, super talented, though, and anybody who checks them out is going to have a great time. Yeah, 100%. You ready to get to number one? Uh, yes. We are going to get into the number one album right after this. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we're back from the break. I hope you enjoyed it. I know we did. And now it's time to get into our number one release of the week. Mike? All right. So our number one release of the week, uh, I'm just going to get into it real quick. Uh, the new album from the Dolly Thundering Concept, Almighty Men. I asked you, Shane, because we normally share the singles and stuff beforehand to instead of just listening on a Spotify playlist to watch the music videos because they add so much to this. What do you think of this band? Well, I'm an asshole and I didn't do the homework. So I know what the fuck, right? I have one job this week. I know. And, uh, I'm usually, I usually do try to, uh, to do it. So I don't know. Maybe, um, did you at least listen to Spotify? I did listen to the band. Oh yeah. Uh, the band band is pretty weird um, and pretty all over the place. In the best I, I, way. Hard, hard to describe, too. You know, again, technical. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of run of issues a little bit. Um, you know, with, with kind of the like just the all over the placeness of the, I, the music and the vocals. I said 
it's progressive metal, but ignorant of genre. Like, yeah. At, at its core, it's progressive metal, but like there are dancey parts. There are deathcore genty parts. There are like some metalcore parts. Like this band is all over the place. Whatever it takes to kind of cinematically, as kind of like almost a rock opera thematically, get their concept across for what they're trying to make happen emotionally through the music. So, t- okay. So I, I'm an asshole. I didn't watch mm-hmm. the videos. Tell me why these videos are so important okay. and, and why they're so good. And they, you said they made one for, they make one for every single song or just every single single? Uh, every single so far, but they're going to be continued. Uh, they've also made a video game that's getting released tomorrow for the album. Wow. The entire album is a concept album as they do with all of their records. Uh, this is the first one since 2017, 2018, I want to say. Okay. Uh, but the concept of this one is uh, environmental destruction, things along those lines. Uh, there are some very, very cool parts in the music videos, uh, some animated, some not, with very cool art styles that uh, kind of bring those across. Um, it almost feels like the songs were written for the music video at points. They're just very cohesive work. Um, there's a very cool dance sequence during the last part of The Sea Starts Here, which is the last single, um, that the very dancey part, right? Uh, and it's yeah. so, so cool, all the work and everything that they put into these videos. They're very, very well done from a set design, from a costume design, from a choreography standpoint. And I think just some of the... We get so many like just kind of okay music videos, right? That it's just important to highlight some of the great ones when they do come along. Yeah, and I've talked about this before, how the the era of the show, mm-hmm. unfortunately, it's dead. I mean, it is. not to say there aren't still bands making great music videos, like, you know, you've got the Don Brokos, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you know there, they there are- They buck wild concepts. Right, exactly. It has to have a really great idea. Um, and, and it's sad because, you know, these days, like, obviously the quality- of you know you can you can film a video on your fucking phone and mm-hmm. it will look good you know the quality is so much better than it was uh v- music videos to make are so much cheaper uh you know and you would think that that would make for an improvement in videos but the budgets are small yep uh and you know there's no there's no shot at getting something on MTV you know it used to be oh you get you get a few spins on 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 MTV or Fuse or any TV station. And that translates to actual record sales. Mm-hmm. And now that that's gone and you're just basically throwing it up on the internet to compete with a million other videos, you, you know, you don't, you don't get much out of it as a, a like for a label or, or mm-hmm. trying to, you know, recoup uh, costs. Yeah. So I really respect when a band still puts forth effort comes up with a great concept and does something special. Um, mm-hmm. But it seems like you're right. It's fewer and further between these days. Yeah. And that's what I really appreciate about a great music video too, is you can actually just feel the artistry coming from it. You can almost connect it to, because like when a band has a really solid concept for a music video, I'm going to say nine out of 10 times, they have a really solid concept for the song and album it's on as well. Like, you're, yeah, you're not gonna go that hard on a music video if you hadn't gone that hard on the record. And 
I mean, work ethic just kind of shines throughout everything that this band does. It, everything is layered great. The production is brilliant. It's instrumentally, like, catching. The lyrics are great. They've got amazing features on this band. Like, I almost feel like this band was just designed to get me interested in them, right? It's everything that they do is just phenomenal. And I'm excited for this record. Album yeah. of the Year Contender, calling it already. They're from France too. We got two French bands. Two French bands. I've noticed this. So ever, like right around when Chunk came out last year, we were talking, we we're like, man, we've never really had that many French bands on the show. And now, then they're just coming out of the woodwork all the time. So. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. I mean, Fr- France is is um, not known at all for mm-hmm. rock music. Uh, I mean, any kind of rock music, really. So to have two in the top five is is very interesting. Yeah, and um, and this band is still pretty small. I mean, you're talking about twenty four thousand monthly listeners on, mm-hmm. on Spotify. So this is something that I think is probably going to pop off. Perfect. Um, weird. And but I really I really respect the band for for yeah for the work ethic and everything they're putting in. Uh, production is great on these singles as well. And um, this is, if you're into that kind of progressive metalcore, technical, a uh, little bit off, left to center, maybe um, sound. Yeah. This could be, this could be your new favorite band. Definitely weird, but we love it. We love it. You ready to review? Let's review. Let's go back to number five. Number five. We've got the new album Assassins by Celeste. Yes, French band. Number four. We've got 1111 by Pinegrove. There we go. Number three. The Last 10 Seconds of Life by The Last 10 Seconds of Life. Number two. We've got the new album Yonder from Valiant Hearts. And of course, number one. We've got Almighty Men by the Dolly Thundering Concept. There we go. There that's, we go. Um, that's, our, that's our top five. And uh, we talked about lots of other records from last week. Check all those out. Mike, how many? Okay, so I have 13 singles, and I realized I forgot to do this segment when we were talking about albums from last week, but there's two albums from last week that I wanted to talk about that I forgot to bring up. Sure, let's Um, do that first. The first one is The Shape of Everything by Psalm. Uh, I sent you a link to this. It's kind of progressive metal. Super, super cool, though. Did you get a chance to check that out? I did, yeah, yeah. And I, I thought the title was really interesting, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the shape of everything, like the shape of jazz jazz to come uh, yeah. or the shape of punk to come. And this is kind of kind of a cool um, concept as well. And yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely, this band is rad. Yeah, fun art style, everything about it. Just super, super cool. Uh, the other one is this super, super cool post-hardcore punk, whatever you kind of want to call this. Because they've got a bunch of different influence, some all rock, some pop punk, everything in here. Uh, is a band called Anxious with their new record, Little Green House. I absolutely oh. love this thing. Uh, it was something that I kind of had seen the single art around for and hadn't listened to. I put this record on, and by the time your one-way street, the, that's the first track on the record, was over, I had ordered the album. Because cool. I'd just fallen in love with this band. They're super, super good at just writing what we like to say is emotional music and it doesn't really matter what it sounds like, right? You can just tell that the effort and emotion is there and super solid on them. Sweet. Anxious. Yeah, this is another band I'm not familiar with, so this will be on my list. Hell yeah. That's it. Consider that a number six, everybody, okay? Boom. 
All uh, right. Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Uh, so two of them that I had last week turned out to be this week. They got pushed back. Uh, that would be the North Lane single and mm-hmm. the main featuring Taking Back Sunday. Uh, both of those are out now. Both of them yeah. are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I really yeah, like the new North, North Lane single a lot. So. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the main never misses. So. Truth. This is great. Uh, another single that has already come out. We had the second single from Thornhill. This one's called Archangel. And for the people who were upset about Casanova not being metalcore anymore, here you go. Uh, <laughs> this song's classic Thornhill. It's great. Uh, this is another band that just does not miss. Cool. Uh, next up, we've got the first solo track of newly signed Sharptone artist Joshua Travis. Oh, okay. I yep. love jo- so Josh is a buddy of mine. Mm-hmm. Um he he I can talk about his career really quick. I mean, yeah, he's a free. guitar monster. Um, Probably one of my favorite. Started out in the Tony Danza Tap Dance Extravaganza. Phenomenal um, band. Moving into Glass Cloud. Phenomenal band. He, a phenomenal band. His guitar work is incredible. And um, I think he's still a current member of Amir, am I not, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. I think he's a little underutilized um, in that band, but... Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, for sure, it's it's definitely... He's got a lot more strings to use, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in other projects. But that's really cool that that they're, that they're he's doing a solo record. Is this this is going to be a guitar instrumental um, oh, release? It, it's not instrumental. I haven't even gotten to the cool part yet. Oh, okay. This song does rip instrumentally. Uh, we have a completely uncleaned vocal feature from, you can probably guess, the man who does absolutely everything, Andy Sizik. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> so is this, is this, is Andy Sizik on the whole record? I don't know. Is this just a song? Okay, we don't know yet what's happening. Yep. So, uh, signed to Sharptone, I assume there's a song coming. Uh, Josh is prolific about streaming on Twitch. I think he's on there seven or eight hours a day. Uh, writing and just having a good time. But I'm really excited for this. I know Amur's taking it pretty quietly right now. Uh, I know Josh has probably just been itching to write something heavy and technical and damn did he deliver on this song. It's amazing. Cool. No, he's just, he's such a good dude. Um, you know, I got to know him when we toured with uh, uh, Glass Cloud. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost 10 years ago. And yeah, he just, just, just such a kind person, such a, such a good dude. And I think that it's really great to see him finding, finding an audience on Twitch and, and being able to use that as an outlet. Just, just knowing him, I know that he really appreciates that. So Mm -hmm. yeah, people should follow him on Twitch uh, and us too. Twitch.tv slash Shane told. Don't forget about us. Ayo. Uh, next one is a new project that I just heard about today. It's called Siphon. S-I-F-Y-N, not spelled correctly. Mm, that's weird, uh, yeah, okay. But it is Lucas from Vale of Maya's new project. Uh, everybody right. knows Lucas, vocalist of Vale of Maya, probably one of the most talented vocalists in metalcore. Um, just really excited to hear how this sounds. Can't wait for it. Cool. Uh, next up, we got a new single from Grimes, so that's pretty cool. She's, I think, teasing a new album coming out soon, so that's pretty interesting. Um, and we got to talk about the meme, I, except I don't really think it's a meme. I really like this band, uh, but kind of jumping on the hype that they have been going through the last week, 
We got a new song from I Set My Friends on Fire this week. <laughs> uh, it's pretty good. Coming, right? Like, yeah. They have um, with, you know, trolling uh, when we were a couple of times now. Multiple. Uh, in too many to count, really. And, I mean, this band, you know, they've been, they. I, I feel like they've been at this the whole time. And, mm-hmm. you know, they have a really pretty diehard fan base. It's yeah, just, I'm, I mean, yeah, they've all got other jobs too. So when you see these guys announce a tour, they're like, Hey, it's West coast's year. You guys are getting our 10 shows for the year and stuff like that. And some minor festival appearances. I know that this whole situation or like memeing and stuff like that. I actually got them signed on. So what down in Texas, which is pretty cool. Um, but the band is still super talented. I really like this track. I think that they were a band that was really ahead of their time uh, with their second album, Astral Projection. Um, I think they're super talented. They're super nice dudes. They all have other jobs that are pretty cool and stuff too. Like I know Nate, uh, the guitarist, works for a NASCAR racing company and stuff like that too. Okay, like cool. The band's got it going on uh, and they're just having fun with it, which is kind of exactly what you want from... A band that you love that never exploded, right? That's, they've always had that element of ridiculousness and fun. And oh, yeah. I remember we go and this kid came up to me and said, hey, man, do you know where the Ismfoff merch is? Mm-hmm. And I was like, the what? <laughs> He's yep. like, Ismfoff. And I was like, and it then hit me what he meant, and I was like, "Oh my god, that is the like, worst." I acronym. thought We Car was uh, We Car wasn't my favorite. Now we've got Ismfoff or or Iwabo. I mean, these are <laughs> some of the you know the funniest. Um, uh, what is it? Was that called uh, acronyms? Acronyms, yeah, acronyms for for bands. Ismfoff. So the yeah. new one from Ismfoff. Uh, go listen. Uh, next up, pretty much the rest of the stuff is pretty heavy this week. Uh, there's a cool up-and-coming deathcore band called Orphan. Uh, make sure you check out yeah. their new single. This band is kind of taking the underground scene by storm at the moment. And uh, they're the band that everybody is talking about. Like You see the members from Victims talking about them. Uh, I think Brandon Murphy from Counterparts has talked about them a little bit. Um, just Everybody kind of wants to tour with them right now and get them opening for a show and... They're just yeah. doing crazy good things. We've talked about them on the show before. Have we? I don't remember. I, have we not? I, I maybe maybe we the have. last single that they put out a couple weeks ago. I, I feel like we have, but my, I could be mixing them up with something else. That that happens. We we do a lot. I mean, I don't know how many bands we talk about. When you talk about honorable mentions and records um, over the course of 52 weeks a year, oh my God, there's a lot of bands. So it's possible I'm mixing it up. Who knows? Um Coming up very similar vein, we've got Vane FM with the second single from their new and upcoming record. Uh, I'm really excited for this. This band doesn't miss. They cool. get quiet and they write absolute bangers. And we're going to make Shane listen to this record and he's going to have a great time with it. Please. Yes, please. Uh, next up, very another very similar band, Greyhaven. Uh, new single coming out. Uh, this band is absolutely incredible. Their record is coming out in March. Uh, they're kind of weird where I want to say they're hardcore, but they're not almost like a Norma Jean, right? But a little bit heavier, a little bit leaning more towards deathcore than metalcore. Uh, really, really fun band. Those super talented guys. Awesome. 
Uh, next up is a project that I want to talk about that I don't think gets enough love. I think uh, what kind of happened with the band was very, very abrupt. Um, Lotus Eater had their vocalist, second vocalist, um, have some stuff go down. We talked about some similar issues earlier. Uh, oh, and yeah. uh, they just decided to call it quits. Uh, but by calling it quits, they created a two-man project, uh, drums, guitar, and vocals called... Uh, Love is Noise. They're putting out their third single, Azure. This band captures everything that Lotus Eater was and almost then some. I think it is a better look for the band uh, than anything that they were putting out as Lotus Eater. This reminds me of Loathe and Sleep Token in all of the right ways. Wow. And I am really excited to uh, see what these guys start putting out when it comes to full-length EP time cohesive effort right right now it's just singles but yeah it's all top tier well there could be there could be some stuff coming what was the name of the uh the project again love is noise love is noise okay yeah great project name too um next up and the last one i know for sure we're getting the first single from the new Meshuggah record Oof. i am very excited for this i love Meshuggah. i mean uh, Meshuggah record's a big deal yeah. Um, and I did see that they're doing, is it, con- they're touring with Converge, right? Or yep. they're supposed, they were supposed um, to, I don't know if it's, if it's still on the table and obviously because of Omicron, some tours have gotten yeah, postponed I, and whatnot, but I almost uh, think Code Orange was involved as well. You could be right. Yes. But yeah, Meshuggah is a big deal. Um, I know a lot of people have heard the name Meshuggah thrown around and it's kind of old, so you haven't gotten into it, but like. There's a reason this band is super talented. Uh, they kind of invented Gent. Um, they did, absolutely did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They invented kind of speed metal. They invented um, just playing as fast as you physically can. Like without Meshuggah, there are so many bands that don't happen. Mm-hmm. And they're just super talented. It's always huge news whenever we get new music from them. Yep. Yep, they've yeah they've been around forever, but um, I really think they're one of those bands where you can pretty much just pick a record mm-hmm. and you can't really go wrong. The records, a lot of the records are kind of different from each other, but none of them are bad, and they're all yep. they're all redeeming. And and I, uh, I I I really think this is a great band to just jump into and mm-hmm. kind of jump in anywhere. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what this new stuff, uh, what the direction is. You know? Yeah. Um. For. If you're wondering, my favorite album is Chaos Sphere. I think that's kind of where the band really came into their own. And it was the first time that the band just clicked, right? Like the albums before them are good, but Chaos Sphere is just, it has it, right? And then ever since then, the magic's really kind of been there. Yeah, I, I, I like Catch 33, actually. That was one of the, I think maybe the first, no, it wasn't mm-hmm. the first one I heard. It was, it was, it was a. It's just a record that I re- really gravitated towards, and I don't even know if that's considered like a classic record by them or anything. But yeah, I mean, I don't think they have classic records, right? They're one of those bands that you go see them live, and you're going to get songs from every single record. Like, just look at their top ten on Spotify. Like, there's two from one, four from Obzen, which is what everybody kind of says is their best record. It has bleed on it. Uh, two from Demerge yeah. and or from Demerge, um, two from Coloss and two from the Violent Sleeps of Reason. So like, oh, and one from Nothing. Like that's a good spread for a band that's been around. 
and like releasing new material, right? So, I don't know. It's band's huge, though. Um, yep. Yep. No, they've been they've been a band. I think technically since the late eighties. Yeah. <laughs> so this is uh they've been they've been at it a long time, but they've they've never missed, and they they take great care in every note they put down. So it's uh that's big. That's mm-hmm. big. I'm sure that's going to be pretty high on our top uh, five when it comes out. Yeah, definitely will be. Uh, and last one. This is a rumor. Do not chastise me if it doesn't happen. But I have heard rumblings that we are getting a new single tomorrow from the biggest band in our scene. Can I, can I guess? Yeah. Um, biggest band in our scene. Uh, my chemical romance. Nope. Um, okay. Paramore. Nope. Uh, I'm just going to go through the, when we were young lineup, uh, bring me the horizon. There you go. Hey, (laughs) that was going to be my first guess, but I figured I'd, uh, I'd start with some, some old old school stuff, um, yeah. You know, uh, that's hopefully this happens. I'm anxious to hear it. Mm-hmm. I was not a huge fan of the last single. I know they tried some new stuff, which I welcome. It was not my favorite thing they've done in a while. So mm-hmm. we'll see what uh, what this rebound track is. So from what I've been hearing, uh, it's and I'm not going to get too into specifics and stuff like that. Uh, it is a theme song for a video game. Uh, very similar to what Ludens was off of the last EP, okay. uh, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, working with some PlayStation exclusives with Sony, who they're signed to still, I believe, in some manner or form, uh, and making tracks that also work for them and uh, the games that they're doing. Uh, this band honestly doesn't miss for me, though. Uh, I know you don't like Die For You. I know a lot of people don't like it. Uh, I think it's still a banger track. Um yeah, if this happens, I'm really excited. Uh, it's coming eventually, so don't be mad if it isn't Friday. But uh, okay, we we are getting a new Bring the Horizon EP this year. I'm very excited. Yeah, I I'm sure it's going to come. And uh, yeah, I mean the band, I think they're the last EP they did was the best music they have ever made. I strongly believe that. I think it, I honestly think it's better than Septurnal. Um, I do. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm very excited for, to see, to see kind of what happens. Yeah. I mean, iconic band, great stuff. Can't wait. Yep. They, they really are. They really are. That's our show. I think, I don't think there's anything else. No, no. And I, I'm kind of digging. I mean, this is a little bit longer this episode maybe, but I like mm-hmm. the little news segments we're doing now. Yeah. Starting off with some, with some news. Um, I mean, if we've got something in- important, right? Well, yeah. I mean, rest in peace, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. That's some sad news, but mm-hmm. yep, some great news with um, with some big shows. The Emo Cruise, Emo's Not Dead, sponsored. That's going to be a lot of fun. And Furnace Fest yeah. announcing the 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 you know the second year comeback with some incredible bands. We didn't get into some of the bands on there. Um, Elliot is playing. Morning Again is playing. Pedro the Lion. Uh, and of course, the headliners are the Ghost Inside, mm-hmm. uh, Lex on Fire, and uh, Newfound Glory, I believe. Yeah. So we got Anti Flag on there too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Demon Anti-Flag. Hunter. Yep, that's right. Nothing. I don't have the list. In, I don't my, have the list in front of me. Nothing from um, my 2020 album of the year list. Yeah. Yeah. Shadows right. Fall. Shadows Fall. That's a name I haven't heard in a minute. Yeah. Rest Me Razors on there too, and that's only thirty of the ninety-two. Like it. Acacia Strain, another top 10 mic band. 
<laughs> right. Uh, there's Lagwagon too. That's a top ten Shane band. So hey, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be really fun. I I don't know if I'm gonna be able to attend, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Same it is I mean, to me. It is like this festival is my shit. So yeah. um, I check it out. Lots of good stuff there, and great people that run the festival as well. Show. Well, Mike, that's our week. Uh, I hope you have a great one, and we're going to try to do a Twitch next week, mm-hmm. Wednesday, 6 p.m. Yep, yep. Um, give us a follow, twitch.tv slash told. And uh, thank you, Mike, again for a great top five. For sure, dude. You have a great rest of your week. You too. We did it. <laughs>